People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Blog Talk Radio.
Crazy Radio is in a nutshell. Well, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show. All right, it should be considered your new safe haven, your new home away from home, where you can just talk to me and vent and tell me all your problems and your secrets and your worries and your desires and all your weird, awkward insecurities and all that bullshit. And I will listen, and I will—I believe I will give you great advice. Uh, and if not, if not that, then I will at least distract you from all of your woes. All right, I will listen. I will distract you for a moment. Then you can, you can, then you can go back to your horrible, shitty life. But we're going to have our special time tonight together here on Boy Crazy Radio. And if any of you guys out there uh, relate to the following descriptions, then know for sure, for sure, for sure that Boy Crazy Radio should be considered your new home away from home. You guys, for any of you out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, maybe a cutter, a shit talker, a fucking total high school nerd who grips the straps of your dumb Jansport backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight. Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom, being ignored by your dumb parents, sitting in your in your in your bedroom just picking at your face and binge eating? Oh no! Are you stuck in a miserable relationship but you're too much of a puss to get out of it because it's too comfortable but you're dying inside? Let's talk about it. You guys, are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that desperate, horrible thing you did to that party last weekend? Are all of your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Well, get used to it. It's the fucking real world. Anyway, is the guy or girl you like not responding to all of your text messages, all your Facebook posts, all your retweets? and or all of your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast? Masquerading as a legitimate radio show. Well, then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. Let me be 
your big sister. I want to be the big sister you never even knew you needed or wanted. I want to be the shoulder that you cry on. So pick up your smartphone and punch in these numbers. 646-378-0649. Once again, that is 646-378-0649. And you know what? Let's get to the phone calls. I, oh, oh, by the way, if, if you don't want to call into the show, but I don't know why you wouldn't because it's so fun. They're called phone calls. They're, they're a delight. They're a sincere sensation. They're super fun. It's like, it's, like almost, it's like being in person with someone, except you don't have to drive anywhere. And, the, and you can hear stuff, and it's really great. I think we should do it. But anyway, if you're too shy to do that, don't be shy. Get over yourself. Nobody is listening, okay? It's just you and me, babe. Uh, but if you don't want to call in, you can tweet me your question or your concern or your comment or what have you to at Alexi Wasser. A-L-E-X-I-W-A-S-S-E-R. And uh, you can always send me an email with a description, of, you know, with all the details of, of uh, your turmoil and your trials and tribulations. And you should send that email to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. I'm going to definitely get to some tonight. But first, before I get into my week and things that I've been noticing uh, on my own time, I'm going to, take, uh, I'm going to get to the phone calls because that's what this is all about. Um, area code, area code 512, what's your name, how old are you, and where are you calling from? And everybody calling in should uh, give me all that information and then launch into their problem. Hello? Hello? Hello, area code 512, is this you? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. Well, sir, well, tell me what your name is and how old you are and, and where you're calling from, like I just asked oh. you to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm on, hi, how's it, I like the... This song, um, I'm 26, and um, okay. my name's Terrence. What is it? Terrence. Okay. And, um, uh, yeah, I, like, I have a lot of, like, problems with, uh, like, relationships, and, um, like, like girls and boys, you know. Mhm. Um. So, I didn't know you know. I like. I didn't know you were gonna pick up the phone or something. And then, um. Well, yeah. What? Anyway, like, like, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Do you want to, Do you want to have a moment and get your thoughts together, and then I'll take another phone call, and then I'll pick up your call, and you can just launch into what you're yeah, going through. Yeah. Yeah. If you want, that'd be cool. Okay, yeah. Get your figure out what your question is, and then just uh, when I after this next phone call, I'll I'll go back to you. All right, I'm excited about that. That's gonna be something good. I I can feel it. Okay, Eric, go three two three. Yeah, this is Jake. If you're talking to me. I'm talking to you, Jake. How old are you? Where are you calling from? And tell me what's going on. I'm 41. I'm in Studio City, and I recently got out of a 15 year relationship. Oh, no. What happened? Why did that happen? Uh, well, uh, she wanted different things. What did she want and what, she, did, what did you want? Or what did you not want, want to do? Well, this is a very unpopular opinion, but uh, she wanted, she got baby fever. And, uh, you know, the white picket fence and the house and the traditional life and uh, seemed like a drag. I don't know well, how to say it. It just, it just 
you know, I loved her with all my heart. We're still friends and all that. And, uh, you know, we still talk, but, uh, you know, we were fighting too much and decided to, rather than be insane, uh, break up. So how long ago did you guys break up? Recently. And that's the problem is, uh, you know, you get back on the dating scene after 15 years and uh, the world is a weird place 15 years later. Hmm. Well, how, wait, when did you break up though? Like how many months or how many months ago? Or Let's long? say four. Four. Whenever, uh, I'll equate the timeline with when Robin Williams killed himself. That's oh, kind of God. when everything you know fell what? apart. I can I can totally relate to that. That was the that was I, I got back from New York. I got back to Los Angeles from New York and then that happened that and that was a really, really sad day. And the day before that it went in New York is when I was fighting with my with my now ex boyfriend and that's kind of like was the beginning of the end. So I can totally relate to that being a, a whole Yeah, that's marker. why I thought I'd call in. I felt that we had a kinship in that aspect. You know, you're slightly younger than me, but uh you know, it's, it, it's, it was a weird thing. It was kind of, I don't know, man, just the world seemed like a bleak place. Well, I feel like we're coming out of that, though, because I know for a moment, I, I feel like some of the good things that happened after that, after Robin Williams committing suicide, uh, was that it started up this conversation with people about fulfillment and what it all means and being satisfied in life and what you want. And if, if Robin Williams can't be happy and he's taking his own life, you know, what the fuck? Does that mean for some person with a nine-to-five job who, you know what I mean, who is already miserable? So I feel like on Facebook and Twitter and from what I saw on social media, it seemed like it got people's wheels turning about what's really important. Oh, my God. Like, you know, we. I'm going off on an aside right now, but I, I do feel like it made no, people man, go. Do it. I just felt like it made people go, oh, you know, we make all these goals for ourselves and we kind of like build this build all these walls around ourselves saying, you know, if I don't reach these goals, I am, I'm a failure, but these are all self-imposed goals. And then when you don't reach them, you feel like a fucking loser, but you're the one who put those goals on yourself. So you really don't have to feel that way. You just have to kind of be grounded in the fact that you're already enough and, and like, and figure out what's actually really important and blah, 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 whatever. And what, what really matters. Well, and, the flip, the anyway. flip side for me, the flip side for me was, you know, you go around trying to please people which I did, you know, I did was the dutiful husband. I thought it was uh, the good thing to do, worship the woman and, you know, give her everything she wants and make her life. Cause you know, obviously she was working like 15 hour days. I'm like, you know what? You know, I have a slightly less hectic lifestyle. I manage property. I'm at home a lot. And, uh, you know, I thought, well, all right, you know, I'm going to make everything great for her. And, and to throw it back to the Robin Williams thing, you go around put the smile on people's faces and you forget about yourself. And that's kind of the point I am in my life right now. I threw it all in there and it kind of lost myself in the relationship. Well, then this is like a blessing Now you're out of it. And I, you know what I mean? Like you, you know, you don't want kids. It's you're, you you're, you know, it's sad because you're mourning the death of like, or, or you're mourning like having been with somebody for 15 years and you're so used to that and that's kind of cozy. And even if it's not right anymore, it's still an adjustment and stuff. But now, the exciting thing is, well, some of the exciting thing is if we, have, if we look at it in, like, the most exciting way and, like, the most upbeat way, you're you're alive, all right? You have a job. You have a roof over your head. I'm assuming these things. Now you're single. Yeah. You live in, you yeah. live in Studio City, but, like, you're, you're bumping into the fact that, like, uh, the dating scene is bizarre. And, like, 
Um, I know you sent me an email. I, I, I just saw your email, too, and I was looking at your email. And uh, so yeah. what dating sites have you gone on? Because I want to hear about this. Well, this is the fun part. I, this uh, <laughs> threw me for a loop. You know, I'm, I'm going in. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm a good person, and I have a lot to offer. Good looking, at least I think. And I have a lot to offer as far as, you know, being intelligent and open-minded, et cetera, et cetera. But, man, they just throw you for a loop with these sites. It's like, give me some money and I'll talk to you. Or, hi, I'm a transsexual. Uh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretending minute, to be a woman. Minute. but Wait a minute. What it, is this thing crazy you stuff, man. It's crazy. It's like, you know, you go on one site, let's say, for instance, you know, I'm like, I like older women. So I'm like, all right, I'm 41. Let's try cougars. <laughs> so I'm not going to advertise for them. Don't use the phrase cougar. It's the worst word. It's just like a misogynist, weird, like double standard, horrible word that women, women it's hate. It's a vernacular it. that everybody's using. I think it's ridiculous, but that's the word that is commonplace. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay, it's I'm weird. Saying, we I'm all saying, adopt I'm these saying, things. I know. I'm just saying that, like, I'm I'm a woman, and I have friends who are older and younger than me and stuff. And I'm just saying, like, if you want a cool woman, don't use that word because it, it's so women get pissed off when they hear that, and the cooler ones think it's a fucking gross word. So just try not to use that Absolutely. word. Absolutely. It's, it's in your best interest. No, so go on. I just don't want to advertise for the site. That's a that's a site that uses that word in their advertising. Okay, okay? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shill for them. Screw that. So you go on there, you type up for one, then you get like 20 like, uh, hey, I'm lonely tonight, give me a call. All right, so you, as a dumb, naive kind of guy that's been out of it for a while, you uh, go, okay, oh, all right. You know, they saw my picture, they think I'm all right. And then you go, then it's like, well, for two ninety nine a minute or blah, 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 I will talk to you. So it's <laughs> like, ugh. you know, you get bombarded with like 20,000 emails a day. Your your uh, self image kind of goes wah wah wah. You kind of feel like a a John, you know. It's like prostitution. It's weird. So it's it like, is all right. Those, those those girls are prostitutes. Here's what I want you to do. Okay, go to what, why yeah. why don't you go to match go to match dot com. Also join Tinder. I did. Okay, so I did. There's match. Okay, so you tried match dot com. Well, just stay on that and keep keep going. Are you Jewish? Are you Christian? Catholic? What are you? Anything? I'm a human being. I none of that mean, means anything to me. You know, just. Uh, categorizing that's another weird thing with that so I tried uh, I'm going to say one that I feel is somewhat safe is OkCupid one version you fill out all the questionnaires you get algorithmed into this uh, section of a pie and you get this section of people and I wasn't happy with all the people they seem kind of sad and unattractive I'm sorry that's what we want I'm working hard, trying to be good-looking. I expect the same from other people. Fair enough, right? That's fair enough. But wait, but right now you're coming across across as a bit sad, also. And I'm not I'm not saying that you are. I'm just saying that, like, you, you know, you're, as, you're complaining. As what? About, I'm sorry, oh, you kind of broke it. I'm just saying that, like, right oh. now when you talk to me, you're kind of coming across as, as a little bit sad. And let's try to figure out a better oh, way. Oh, I'm to I'm, I'm big time sad. That's that's the problem. Oh. Is this stuff makes you sadder. And I've talked to other people about it. I've actually talked to my ex-wife, who's also doing the same thing. And uh, so I got the female perspective on it. And, you know, so it's kind of a counterbalance. It, it does make you sad. And I, I highly don't, I suggest that people do not get on these things. 
Yeah, you know, I've never been on any of these things. I've, I've never been on any of these things, but I, I checked out Tinder the other day because my, my friend is in her 40s and she wants to have a baby and she wants to get married. And it's like, and right. you know, she, she needs to start hustling and getting it going, but she's not, she's not dating anybody. And she's dating like, dating like wildly inappropriate guys in their 20s and stuff. And so I said, you know, fuck it. Get over your ego. Join Tinder. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Just, just, to like, just to dip your toe into the stream of life. And just to, like, go on dates and meet new people and make out and just whatever. Just try and date a different yeah, type of guy. Yeah, I mean, guy. I'm going on dates. I had a date yesterday with a 52, 52-year-old woman. I'm not uh, age-biased. I see the attractiveness in young and old. You know, I'm just looking for interesting people. Make life exciting. That's, for me, in my life at this point, that's what I want. Sex stuff, well, here's that's the- great, that's awesome, but whatever. Okay. Well, here's my question. So there's no way you're going to work it out with your ex-wife, right? You, you, just don't, you don't want to have a kid at all, right? No, it's not that I don't want to have a kid. I don't want to say anything bad about her, but I don't think she's equipped mentally to handle it. And since we've so broken up, she's decided that she doesn't want to have a kid at this point. She's got a sense of uh, independence, which I think she should have had before we got deep into our relationship. Now, you know what's I mean? the possibility? Yeah, I, I do, and I'm just trying to salvage this. And I'm trying to think: is there any way, you know, both and now, um, now, she just, if now she doesn't want to have a kid, and you don't really want to have a kid, but maybe you would if it was somebody more equipped to have a kid. And you guys yeah. are still friends, and you guys are both checking out the dating pool. It's just like: is there anything that can be like salvaged here? Like, can you guys maybe just take a well, break? I hope for God she's not listening to this. But we tried uh, rekindling sexually and all that and it's we've just moved on both of us and you know what I mean and that's months? fine yeah well I mean we've had trouble before that I mean the dirty details are fights and resentment and she's doing really well in her career and that's awesome and I've all that was what I did is I cheerleaded her career and I kind of threw a mind to the side okay so it well, became yeah I, I guess I guess that. And if you're moving forward and we're talking about dating and what to do now, so you don't like the yeah. dating website, and that's fine. If I, I would suggest one more before you fully quit, and I would be Tinder. And the only reason I suggest Tinder is because usually yeah. men men just well, listen just real quick. Usually, and I gotta finish my Tinder yeah. story in a moment, but uh, usually I got Tinder, all the time in the world, hon. Okay, well, usually Tinder involves just men who want to have sex immediately, and they don't want to go on dates with girls, and they don't want any kind of relationship. You seem like you're you have an openness to possibly having a relationship. So if you were to go on Tinder, it seems like there are a lot of girls on there who are looking for something real too as well, you know, and it's it's super easy. It's fun. It's addictive. It's just like very simple. I'd just try it. Go on there for a half hour. It could be really fun. And Can I tell you, I, ha- I have tried it. I have tried okay. it. Okay. You don't like it. And there was, no, there was one girl I really liked, and she expressed in her profile looking for a partner in crime. And she had other interests that I did. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I pursued it. I mean, I did like literally like a month of back and forth before I actually even talked to her. And then, you know, I explain I'm a very upfront person. I go, I just got out of a relationship for 15 years. She was the same age as me. And uh, she's all, well, I want all this stuff that my marriage just broke up over. So I'm like, you're not truthfully advertising I guess it's that's the weird part. People present themselves one way, but they really want what their heart wants. Oh, so that's for a weird me, thing, but, but hold on, hold on. Here's the thing: she 
sure. you have to be light. You have to be light on an, one of those sites. You can't be like, this is what happened, and give all your fucking bullshit. But if you, and then if you yeah, get yeah. to know somebody, and then if you get to know somebody, and it hasn't even been four months that you've known this one woman you met on Tinder because you've only just gotten out of your relationship, pretty much for the most part. So she, she came up, she came forward with her feelings, and she felt comfortable enough. And, and it's not that you're misrepresenting yourself. You're a partner in crime. Yeah, you want a partner in life. It's a sweet way of saying like you want whatever you want, but and she told you, at least she got there, and she told you what she needed, and okay. So stay on no, she for was, a moment. No, she was very, very truthful, and I respect okay. her for saying, you know, this is what I got from a couple of different people. You're too soon out of a relationship, and okay. I understand that. I totally understand well, that, and that that's not appealing to women because there's a stigma, I believe, that I did something wrong to make the marriage fail because I don't want the same things that let's say, a percentage wants. You understand? I'm yes, unconventional. And, and, and it's only an hour-long show, so I'm, gonna try, I'm trying to get to, the, get to a few, no worries, make a few points. But uh, it's funny because I was having this conversation with my ex-boyfriend yesterday who I'm, I've been out of a relationship from for about a month and a half. And it's funny because for the first time, out of nowhere, out of my mouth, I just said, you know, part of something that bothers me in the aftermath of my breakup, and I'm not trying to have kids or get married anytime soon, you know, right now at this point in my life, but... Don't get me wrong, those things are great. I would love to have a daughter. That's awesome. That's that's awesome. Yeah, cool. And I totally get that. But I'm just talking about for me, but one of the things that came out of my mouth last night that was kind of surprising was the fact that I I feel like I'm looked at as a failure and I'm embarrassed by it because our our relationship didn't work out because I really wanted it to. And then he admitted that that's something that's, and then he admitted that uh, he feels the same way. He feels like, a freak and a failure because it didn't work out and that people are judging him. So it's interesting that that it's, that's an interesting feeling I, I didn't realize existed. And I can only imagine when mm. you get married to someone and, and you, you have a ceremony in front of people and you're together for 15 years, you can have this feeling of failure. It's a real thing you have to grapple with, but moving forward because you're single, you're having your life, you're 41, you try the fucking dating sites. You, they're not your favorite. <laughs> Let's move forward. Now, you have a job. You said you mainly work from home. You manage properties. Okay, whatever that means, let's put a pin in that for a second. You. Well, that, I, I that's my day to day, but I'm. Go ahead. Okay. I just think I Sorry. think you need to be a few things. I think you need to be doing immediately. You need to be exercising every single day, and you should be going yeah. out into the world where there's a potential for you to meet people. And you know, whether it's like you're going on hikes, or you have some kind of group, or you're riding a bike and. Venice, or you're making, you just make an effort to get out into the world and be doing something physical. Mm-hmm. Not only will that be good for like you know endorphins, but also you'll see how, you'll, you'll 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 be looking at hot babes on bikes or in yoga outfits or walking, and and you know you'll be out in the world with your endorphins going and uh, and the potential to meet new people. Also, you seem like a person who's similar to me, where you like meeting people in in real life in a natural way, and not these fucking weird things where they put labels on you and they eliminate by algorithms and blah blah blah. So you should just be out. Or no bars. No bars. Yes. No bars, no bars. But what I like is, you know, go to the Grove. Go to dinner parties. Go to to Whole Foods. Ask people questions. um, Get conversations started. Go to the Apple store. Go to uh, Best Buy. Be shopping. You know what I mean? Just be out in the world. Go to Target. Ask a girl a question. You see a cute girl, make eye contact. Say hello. Go to cafes. I meet, I meet uh, beautiful friends. women all the time. I'm a photographer. So, I mean, that, that stuff, what I decided to do, your advice is awesome. Here's some advice I could throw in. Stay busy. That's exactly and that's yeah, what that's I've been, what been doing. doing. That's what I've been doing, too. And it's, it's like it's changed everything. I feel 
so happy. It's like insane. My friends are like, wow, that's a speedy recovery. And I'm like, well, Jesus, you want me to be miserable forever? I'm, but the keeping busy, you know, you know, when three o'clock in the morning rolls around and I'm bored, then I'll be, then I start making bad decisions and texting my ex and stuff and whatever. But that's, that's the worst time out of all of this. What I suffer most is nighttime being alone after 15 years of being next to somebody yeah, no, I, I was just kind of trying to share with people, and that's all I wanted to do. I know you got to move on. I'm going to let you go, and I hope to hear from you again. Well, you know, I mean, I think we have things to talk about, and uh, I could learn a lot from you, and you could, uh, you've got a bigger world than I do, I imagine. And uh, well, here's what Do you have a bunch of friends? Do you have friends you can go and they, they can throw you a dinner party or invite you to places where they they have friends that you don't know, and they kind of kind of can kind of uh, expand your world. It's a weird thing. You know, when you're with somebody, you, you kind of become involved in their world, and that's what I did. So I have to regrow all that. What do you, you mean? You, you only have her friends, or, or it's just the two of you, and that was it? Well, all my friends are from somewhere else, and all her family and friends are from here. You know, I'm not, I've been in L.A. for a long time, but I never really dug roots, and people move on, et cetera, et cetera. They drift in and out. That's what happens. So, you know, I got to get myself back out there and say, hey, here I am. Hello. I'm doing this. How are you? God, even you That's the hard part. Sorry, go on. Go ahead. No, no, no. I have nothing else to say. Go ahead. It's funny. You should almost have a dinner party with your ex-wife and just invite tons of friends and have a party and have it, have it be dedicated to, like, meeting new people and having new, making new friends and just, like, I don't know. If you're a photographer, reach out at work. I don't know how, what that meaning manage properties. I don't know. Meet new people and just That's put yourself That's the day-to-day out nonsense that keeps the roof over my head. But, you know, I've done art shows over here in North Hollywood. But that sort of died out. So i got to kind of rediscover what L.A. has to offer as far as what my age can deal with. 20-year-olds, yeah. I'm not really interested in that lifestyle. Sorry, 20-year-olds. It's awesome. I'm glad you're having fun, but not for me. Not for you. God, I can't stress enough. Whole Foods, Whole Foods and the Apple Store and the mall. That's how I, I just <laughs> go to the grocery well, store. I've been doing farmer's markets. I guess that's what 40-year-olds do. No, go to farmer's markets and buy vegetables and flowers and walk. That's look at I'm, people walking what, dogs. That's what I was going to say. And Do you have an animal or no? No, I used to have a lizard, and I guess that's odd. I don't know. I I had a big emotional thing with the lizard because he passed away, and you know it's a lizard, and you get emotional about it. That's kind of intense. So I feel like if I have another type of animal, that might be too much emotion more than I can handle right now. You know, you know what I think? Can you get a dog? I think you should go rescue a dog. I can't have a dog in my building. I love cats. Get a anyway. cat. That's what. Get a cat. Yeah. But I like to travel. I like freedom. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, t- I'm looking on the positive side. Positive side now is I can do whatever the hell I want, whenever yeah, the hell I want. You can. Why don't you, take, why don't you travel? Take a, if you have enough money, go, go on a cruise or go on some kind of, like, go to Italy or go to Japan. Or go do, like, go out and about and yeah. do some kind of tour thing and, and meet new people. Have your own, have your own uh, what's that movie with Diane Lane where she gets cheated on and she goes and has some weird thing in Italy? You know what oh, I'm God, talking about? That, yeah, Tuscan Moon or uh, something in yeah, Tuscan. Oh, I'm more in the time. kind of uh, Joaquin Phoenix, her kind of moment in my life right okay. now, or if I have to say, uh, lost in translation. You know, well, kind of like, well, let's reevaluate. And that's kind of where I'm at. 
well, we gave you options, and I want you to do as many of these things as possible. You should even just go to the dog park and pet a dog. Pet a dog, even though you prefer cats, <laughs> just to go talk to people with dogs. Anyway, we give no, you options. No, honestly, what I do, I do a lot of uh, charity work with um, USO and uh, homeless, education. I do a lot of stuff as far as that goes, you know. Yeah. But I'm doing that, and to pick up at the same time is a little odd. Hey, you You're, like the vets? Want to kiss? <laughs> you know, well, go to the farm. Keep going to the farmers market, buying flowers. Give a rose to a cute yeah. girl in your in your age category, and then also you gotta go to Whole Foods, ask people questions. Any Whole Foods is a great place to meet cool, good people. I feel like. And next Wednesday, call me if you've done any of these things and had any progress. And also, go on a few more Tinder dates just because. I just I just think you should yeah. do this. I have a good feeling about it. I swear. I'm hanging up on you, My- but you're great, and I appreciate you being vulnerable and calling into the into the show. Um, as I try to steamroll you with quick answers, quick fixes. <laughs> um, I believe some of that would be helpful. Um, area code 702. Uh, is that me? That's you. What's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? Oh, yeah. I talked to you a couple weeks ago, Alexi. It's Tommaso from Vegas. Oh, my goodness. All my, all my uh, fun, funny male friends living their lives trying to, trying to figure it all out. What's going on with you? How are you? What's happening? Uh, well, I'm pretty good. And last time I told you, we had a tall, long talk about, you know, me and women and stuff. Yes, you're in well, Vegas. Wait, how old are you again? 25. 25, and you love seeing bands play, and your your goal is to write, uh, if I remember correctly, you wanted to write for, like, a music magazine, right? Yeah, well, things have changed. I've actually been seeing someone for the last couple of weeks. Oh, my God, where did you meet her? Who is this girl? She's fantastic. Tell me everything. Wow, I, I love how you're enthusiastic. That's so cool. Well, no, no, seriously, that's home. awesome. Yeah, I met her recently at a at a, at a car show in Vegas. It's called a SEMA. I don't know what it stands for. I just got a free ticket to go. And uh, she's yeah. a trade model, and we just hit it off. Oh, my God. Look at you lucking out with a trade model. It's insane. So, wait, where does she live? Does she live in Vegas, or she's just working? Yeah. She lives in Vegas. So, how's that going? How long has it been, and how, how what have you been noticing? It's about four weeks, and things are going pretty well. Have you guys made out and had sex? Yep. You have? This is fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God, you're doing better than I am. I've been broken up. I've not, uh, not been making out or having sex with anybody. But this is good. I need to, I'm on the mend. Don't, don't worry about me. I'm All on right. the mend. I'm that, just... No, no, that's a, sh- uh, that's a shame, Lexi, because you strike me as a ridiculously awesome person, and the fact that no one can notice that, that's just a crime. Oh no, people people are noticing left and right. I'm just I'm I'm taking you know, I'm fixing I'm waiting you know, I'm mourning the death of my relationship. I haven't met the person I like yet next, you know. There you go. That's how I was for the longest time and you you know what you're rightfully you're right with that. So are you did you have a question or you just wanted to keep me posted? I just called to say hi. I figured, you know, you could do it for good conversation instead of anyone else's everyone else's problems. <laughs> I love this. Well, I'm glad you're doing great. Are you drawing? Don't you draw? Or no? Am I totally wrong? No. You don't, I you don't I draw. I do photography. Got it. Oh, no, okay. I do photography right. and, I, and I write. I oh, actually recently took an amazing... Music. Sorry, what? No, no. You took an amazing what? I was recently at this great music festival out here in Vegas called Life is Beautiful. And mm-hmm. I happened to take quite a lot of pictures that got attention from the bands I took them of. Well, that's good. Are you are you using them? Are you blogging? Did you start a blog? Because I remember that was one of the the things you were going to do potentially. No, I just Facebook. You just Facebook. Are you trying to get a job writing for a magazine for like like the LA Weekly of Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Weekly? 
Well, right now I'm still in school, so I really don't know what job I want for, you know, exactly. All right. But you have this hot babe, you're making out, you're having sex, you're living your life, and you sound like you're more confident than, than the last time you called, which is like, you know, leaps and bounds. It's weird with me. It either like either goes super slow or just goes super, super fast out of nowhere. Well, call me next week if anything crazy happens. All right. Now, how, how's life with you in L.A.? Me and LA, I'm good. I mean, like, I'm super happy. Thank you for asking. Uh, if anybody out there wants to know why people are asking me how I am, I just got out of a relationship that I was in for, like, a year and a half. It was brutal. But now I'm feeling so much better. And it's just because, like, I don't know. I'm just feeling a lot better. I'm just staying as busy as possible, and I'm, like, excited about life. I'm no longer, like, wanting wanting to, uh, you know, be curled up in the fetal position crying. But yeah, I'm good. I don't know. I don't want to rub it. If my ex-boyfriend happens to be listening, I don't want to be like, I'm doing great. It's amazing. Because I don't, I don't feel that way, but I'm just like, you know, I feel good. Well, you know, you're content, right? I mean, that, that's the whole goal of every anything, really. At least uh, I think it I is. Don't know. I don't know if I'm ever content because I'm always doing stuff, but, uh, you know, I'm out in the world. I'm going on the, you know, I'm writing, I'm working, I'm blah, blah, I'm making stuff, I'm going out on my stuff. This is boring. It's not about me. It's about you. And, and I'm, I'm going to hang up on you because I'm going to take another phone call, but I appreciate you even caring because I'd rather just talk about you. Um, yes. There's a movie that I watched that I love watching whenever I'm feeling bummed out because you can only watch so much Sex in the City and Vanderpump Rules, which, by the way, there's a new season of Vanderpump Rules, which is disgusting. It's so horrible, and I'm so lame for watching it because uh, I got rid of my cable because I was like losing so many hours of my life to horrible television that was sucking the life out of me and just like killing my brain cells and it was like it was like I was, I was like I might as well have been coming home and having like four martinis or whatever and I don't drink martinis but I've had one one time and I can tell you but I was coming home every day and like the minute I would just I would lay down if I made the mistake of going to my bedroom and laying down and turning the television on, I was gone. Like, it was over. Because I turned the TV on, and I'd watch the dumbest bullshit. I'd watch, like, you know, Kardashian, the Kardashian bullshit, uh, which I would watch because my way of, like, justifying it, and I don't feel the need to justify anything, really, but, like, in my head, I legitimately was like, you know, they're always just wearing such nice new clothes. And, you know, I'm an only child. And they're sisters. And is this what it's like to have a sister? This is great. Their house is so bright and big. They have a kitchen. They have, they're having a family dinner. Um, anyway, you know, and I was always like, oh, you know, you know I, I like uh, Chloe. Chloe's funny. She's, she's not fat. She's just big boned. Whatever. Anyway, so I liked that show. I would watch it. Um, then I would watch All the Real Housewives of Every City. My favorites are Beverly Hills in New York and then Atlanta also, um, depending on my mood, but pretty much Beverly Hills. And then a spinoff of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is Vanderpump Rules, where Lisa Vanderpump, who is one of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she has a restaurant called Pump. No, no, it's a new one. She has a restaurant on Robertson in Los Angeles, Tinseltown, called, uh, called Sir. That's a real restaurant. And I've actually eaten there. I ate there because I watched the stupid show and I made my ex-boyfriend go with me because he's just gay enough to do all the fun, girly things I want to, but then also was able to, like, you know, fuck my brains out. But anyway, okay. So, because he's also very masculine. He's a great guy. I mean, I don't hate him. I love him. Anyway, he's great. 
moving on, we had a fun night, and we went to we went to Sur, and we got we got uh, weird pink alcoholic drinks and fun big martini glasses, and we were scoping out the scene. That's how much of a sidekick he was to me. We were scoping out the scene to see if we saw Lisa Vanderpump or Jax or any of the fucking boneheads who work at Sur. Anyway. So I got into the show, Vanderpump Rules, uh, the spinoff of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I just went, fuck it, Kardashians, Housewives, Vanderpump, blah. Like, real, you know, I was watching, like, Inside the Bravo Clubhouse, hosted by Andy Cohen, and he's the programmer and head of the network at Bravo. I was just, I was watching it all. And, you know, I knew, I know a lot about pop culture. I knew more about pop culture then. I was just really in the thick of it. And I went, listen, Alexi, all right? You want to be uh, you want to be doing stuff, all right? You want to be making stuff. You, you need to be writing. You're supposed to be writing that thing. You're supposed to be writing something, anything, doing something, being with human beings, writing, reading, anything. You got to get rid of this fucking bullshit cable. So I got rid of my cable. Um, and you know what I'm doing now? The new season of Vanderpump Rules is on, and I'm individually buying them for $2.99 on Apple TV. That's embarrassing. That's some embarrassing shit right there. But, man, I cannot wait to uh, post 15 seconds of ridiculous video from Vanderpump Rules later on tonight on my Instagram, which is at Alexi Wasser, in case you didn't know. Because I think we should be friends on Instagram. That's, that's right. That's my, uh, that's my handle on Twitter, on Instagram, at Alexi Wasser. Anyway, enough about me and my bullshit. Um, oh, but there's a movie that you should watch, and it's available on Netflix if you're going through a breakup. And the guy who just uh, two calls ago, Jake, Jake will love this. Jake, if you're listening still, there's a movie from like the 70s, late 70s, called An Unmarried Woman. And it's basically about, her name's Jill, the actress's name is Jill Clayburgh, Clayborn? I can't say her, whatever, her name, whatever. It's called An Unmarried Woman. And it's about a woman who's in a relationship, and then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, she gets a divorce, she's broken up with, and then it's about her kind of having to find herself again and remember who she is and figure out what what her future is going to look like. And, you know, it's, it's, it's sad and scary and funny and whatever. I love movies from the 70s because they really, yeah, they're, they're, they involve so much more like gritty realness and feeling and emotion and stuff. You know what I mean? Do you? Check it out. An Unmarried Woman. I swear to God, all girls listening going through a breakup or guys going through a breakup if you have good taste because I do I promise you I do how dare you how dare you not listen to me uh you'll love this movie it'll be very helpful I promise um all right I'm going to take a phone call area code oh who's this area code 323 yeah yeah what's your name how old are you where are you calling from oh my god I'm calling from Los Angeles is this Cece Yes. Listen, Cece, here's the thing. I want you to be a guest. I want you to be a guest on the show, but we have to like plan it out and make it a very special thing. And like we have to like No, I'm maybe... calling you in. I'm calling in with a question. Oh, what's your question? What's happening? Tell me everything. Um, well, um I am considering doing Playboy. What? When the hell did this happen? And how much money are they offering you? I'm so jealous. What's happening? Tell me everything. I'm, I'm, well, you know, I'm just considering it, and, you know, a bunch of people we know have done it, 
um, and it's like a bunch of money, and also it's like I I'm a DJ and all this stuff, and like it doesn't seem like a negative thing. And for publicity wise, as far as like getting a bunch of attention, it doesn't seem like a bad thing. And since I've already been like topless and like shown my booty in a couple of movies, it just seems like you know not that bad. Listen, let me give you the advice. Fucking do it. This sounds amazing. I am so excited for this because I saw your boobs in True Blood. I, I never watched True Blood before, and then I watched the entire series, and then I saw your beautiful boobies. Um, our boobies actually look kind little, of similar. Yeah, we have, like, little baby boobies that are, like, cute and proportional. Exactly, and your boobs are gorgeous, and I saw them, and they look very similar to mine, and I was like, oh, my God, they're, they're Cece's boobs. And then Cece was also in... Uh, the movie, in Sofia Coppola's movie, Coppola Coppola, whatever her name is. Sofia Coppola's movie, what is it called? Somewhere. Somewhere. Where, that takes place in the Chateau Marmont, and she's getting a haircut, and she's topless, and you see her beautiful boobs again. So, yes, if Playboy is like, if, you're, if you can make great money from Playboy, that's awesome. Go for it. I'm, how funny is it? You probably can't say. Text me. Please text me. I'm <laughs> I, I this is like this is very early days because it's like basically friends of mine have been getting it. And I'm like fuck that shit. Like, and I used to date a guy who like literally took like nude photos of me and my friends like all the time. Um, and he does like all the photography for Purple Magazine for their like sex section or something. And it's like I look at his shit and I'm just like so pissed. And I'm like fuck this. I should just do Playboy because a friend of mine like I guess. Yeah, so, and my boyfriend from Australia kind of had, like, a little freak out because he was, like, I had did a job with a girl last, two weeks ago, when he was in town, and she was some girl who had done, like, Playboy Thailand, and she's, like, oh, I just focused on my Instagram or something, and I got, like, 127,000 followers, and... I, you know, I just post kind of, like, sexy photos all the time. And so I came home, and I was like, oh, I want to do Playboy, and I want to, like, post all these sexy photos all the time. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, no. Like, what about my family? What are you doing? I don't want you going taking photos at, like, random guy's house. Um, and then it was, like, a little bit of a fight. So what happened with the fight? That's a, That's a tough call because... You know, I've experienced that too. Because if I if I take like a sexy photo, you know, I've never had my boobs fully out, but I've I take these photos for some magazine where like I'm my hands are covering my my hair is covering my boobs and I have my holding my cat or something. And and my ex boyfriend was kind of like he was annoyed. And then if I like would write flirty or sexy things on like Twitter or whatever, any kind of thing where I'm like desirable and too sexy, he would get pissed. It's like a really Weird thing. It's so I don't weird. know. And because, like, because with my ex-boyfriend, who was the photographer, it was, like, never a thing. Like, we had such explicit, like, he literally took photos of, like, American Apparel porn star girls, and I never was, like, why are you doing that? Like, never. And, like, he never was ever, like, oh, like, why would you do that? It's just, like, this understanding of, like, this is art. This sex sells, like. We're just doing our careers. So to, like, have some guy who's, like, he's just from a different place, you know, a different world. 
So what? How did the fight end up? What happened with like? Where did you leave it? When was the fight? Oh no! I mean, it wasn't like that bad or anything. It was just like, like I I highly suggest this for all your male listeners, um, and your female listeners. If you're fighting with the person you love, the best way to like end the fight, or like if you know it's like not important kind of fight, just like be like, come here, you don't want to leave, and then lay down and hold them. And then usually the fight ends. See, I would have done that with my boyfriend, my now ex-boyfriend, but it was long distance, so he could never, I could never just hold him because it was over the phone. <laughs> God damn it. Well, Lexi, I'm going through the same thing right now. I mean, I had like a breakdown like two days ago where I was like literally like, I found out my vintage car has an engine problem because I lent it out for a photo shoot and it happened to seize up the engine. And so, like, it's going to, like, be, like, just a lot of money. And and I'm just, like, how do you stop loss? How do you stop making stupid decisions like buying a vintage car and, like, dumping a bunch of money into it and, like, it never works, you know? And then it, like, parallels to the relationship where it's, like, it never works. Well, I like that. I was trying to figure out where this car thing was going. I didn't understand what you're talking about. Here's what I think. Okay, wait, hold on. Wait, first of all, just get a Prius. Okay, just get a Prius. <laughs> just get a Prius. Our friend Karina is selling her Prius, and I might just like sell both of my cars and get a Prius. Just get a, get. Don't even get Karina's Prius. Sell your cars or whatever the fuck you're dealing with. I don't know what's happening, but like, and get your own Prius and like, or lease one or something. And what's up with your boyfriend? So he's back in Australia. And you're in Los Angeles? I love it. This is like the Australian saga on your radio show. <laughs> well, tell me. Tell me before I hang up on you. i got to know. Uh, don't hang up on me. Uh, no, it's still going. It. I mean, it's really intense. And it's very, like, I'm going there for Christmas. And I feel like he's, like, very intense. And I feel like. I keep telling him I don't want to do long distance, but he has to, like, do his business for the next year. And so I'm having a hard decision if I should, like, you know, mellow out and just, like, go be with him in Australia or if I should, like, do long distance and then just know he'll be here in L.A. the next year. Oh, well, if there's a here's the thing. If there's an end goal and you know he's going to be in Los Angeles next year, then yeah, just like do it. Like like, at least there's an end goal in sight. My long distance thing didn't work out because we had no end goal in sight, and he wasn't even able to communicate any plan or anything. You know? Oh no, this guy is like, I want to put a baby in it. Can I just put a baby in you now? Like yeah, but be just... careful. What's what, what, what's the deal with the with the Playboy thing? So are you gonna do it? Are you just thinking about it, or you might not do it because he doesn't want you to? Um. I think, like, the understanding that I have with him now is that, like, he's down for Playboy, but he's not down for, like, me just posting gregarious, trying to get Instagram followers, like, just sexy photos all the time with random photos. Here's what I think. You do whatever the fuck you want to do, and he can go fuck himself. I'm sorry. I think you should do whatever you want to do. Look at, sorry, everybody who's listening, I know I'm talking to this girl that I already know. She's a friend of mine, but she, she likes to call me during this podcast. But uh, we have a friend. We have this a friend is, in the country. I like. I love call-in shows. I love podcasts. I'm supporting AlexiWalter. It's true. Well, here's what I think. Natalia, we have a friend. We have a friend who's a model and she acts and she writes and she's 
she's this Italian sexy badass, and she has the same birthday as me and Cece, and she posts sexy modeling photos of herself all the time. And you know what? I, I think it's awesome. Like, I don't look at it and go, what? So I go, she's a fucking powerhouse. She's really sexy. We're all just going to get old and, like, saggy and weird. You do whatever you want to do. Like, don't not do something that you want to do because you're scared of, like, you know what? I know that you should take into consideration your boyfriend and someone you love and their feelings, but, like, you're not cheating on him. You're not going to cheat. You love him. It is just, like, a business. You want to get more DJ jobs. You, you're gorgeous. You want to, like, celebrate your youth and your, beauty, and your beauty and your body and your professional photos anyway, and it's not like you have your fucking pussy out. So it's, like, if you want to post sexy photos of you, like, not with your nips out, but, like, covering your boobs or looking cute and sexy and hot, yeah, like, and then send, send them to me first, and I'll tell you if they're uh, crazy. Because sometimes girls do post ridiculous stuff. But, like, send well, them to me first, and, and I'll be like, I'm, yeah, put that up. I mean, I feel like, I feel like, you know, I don't want to put myself in the category, like, because I have, like, legitimate, like, you know, just as you, like, you've written shows, you've done legitimate shit that should be more important than, like, if you were in Playboy. But literally, like, I'm Grammy nominated, and these girls who are, like, Playboy models or, like, you know, just, like, these booby chicks are, like, booking more gigs than me and, like, more clubs okay. and, like... Okay, well, listen, plug plug your name and your Instagram right now after I, in a moment. Hold on. But here's what you do. For every non-sexy, uh, slutty, sexy, even though I hate the word slutty, but it's such a fucking double standard. I don't believe in it. But for every normal... I don't believe in it of, either. Why? How could you do yeah. that? Like, we're sex positive around here. We're sex positive around here, for God's sake. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean that. But so for every, like, sexy photo of yourself, like, just, like, space them out. You know what I mean? Like, like they don't have to be, like, sex, 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 sex. Make it, like, you know, here's what well, I'm working on. Well, do you follow me on Instagram? Oh, whoops. Okay, what's your Instagram? Plug it, and I'll follow you and everybody else. Will. What's your Instagram right now? And then I hang out. At, at CC Sheffield. At CC Sheffield. Twitter, at CC Sheffield. And that's like C C S H E F F I E L D. Okay, we love um, you. Hanging up on you. Text me about the money. Bye. Playboys. Bye. I love you. C C Sheffield, ladies and gentlemen. C C Sheffield. That was amazing. My friend C C. She's the greatest. I love her, and she's going to. Uh, well, that's supposed to be later. It's a special surprise. She's going to co-host with me at some point, but it has nothing to do with. It'll be. It's going to be a serious show. You don't. You don't know what's coming, but it's going to be very helpful to girls. Uh. You might not even know it's her. Oh, God. Oh, God. I ruined it. Wait, CC, I'll call you later. Um, area code 512. Uh-oh. 512, yeah. it's me again. You called early. I'm sorry it took so long. I got into the swing of things, and I totally faced. How are you? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And tell me everything. Uh, but Yeah, my name is Aaron, and I live in Austin, Texas. What's up with you tonight? Uh, not a whole lot. I'm just listening to the show. I like it a lot. Do you really? Because I feel like I'm having an off night tonight, but is it okay? Yeah, I've only listened to one before. But it, no, it's, a great, it's great. Oh, great. Wait, which one did you listen to? Last week? No, it was like um, nine months ago, I think, or ten months ago. It was in January. You must, you must have really loved it. You must have really loved the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, no, it was really... Well, what 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 can I do for you tonight? What's happening? Oh no, I I'm just drinking alone, and um, my roommates are about to get back. But 
you know, I was just, like, thinking about, like, hangouts and, you know, like, just uh, things like like that. And, like, I don't know, do, do you have any sort of, like, hangouts or, like, fixations or anything hang like up? that? Like what hang yeah, up your yeah. faces right now? Yeah, like um, are you like obsessions and things of that sort? You're jerking off right now, are you? No, no. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, like it depends what you mean. Not like physically. I mean. What? No, no. I'm not like actually like masturbating right now. I'm just scared. Okay. Well, here are my fixations. Uh, and my uh, my hang-ups and anxiety things. Um, well, let's see. I have a whole long list. Uh, I pick at my face. Uh, I obsess over the perfection of my skin. I I pick at temples that nobody can see that are hidden up by my bangs. I have big feet. I wear size 11 in women's shoes. It's like a nine or nine and a half in men. My hands look like golem hands. Uh, <laughs> I have a fear. I have a fear that maybe my vagina is bizarre, even though like. And now that I'm single, I'm like. I don't want to show it to anybody. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't think it is, but who knows? Okay, and then I have a scar in my stomach. Uh, I like to tweeze um, my, my bikini. I like to tweeze hairs from my body, like my bikini line, one by one, because it makes me feel like it's like my version of meditating. Um, let's see. What else? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wash my hands a lot. Uh, I overthink. When I drink alcohol the next day when I'm hungover, it makes me feel like everybody hates me and I make everything a million times more dark than it needs to be. Um, yeah, yeah. Totally. I'm, con- I'm concerned about aging. I don't smoke. I use facial cream. I use Retin-A. I don't know. I have lots of, I have lots of hang-ups. I want somebody to love me. I have daddy issues. Um, I'm an angry person sometimes. Uh mm-hmm. Maybe not anymore. I see a therapist. I don't know why. What 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 are, what are yours? Tell me everything. Uh, well, well, I don't know. I just like it's more like identity stuff with me. You know, it's like like uh, you listen to the show and it's like people are gay or they like girls. It's just like I like boys and girls, and like it's kind of hard to figure out like what's normal. You know what I would say? I would. What are you gonna say? What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, um, don't even, don't even get swept away in thinking like what's normal and labels and blah blah. And there's a way, there's a way it's supposed to be. Like don't, don't start thinking there's a way it's supposed to be because. There, the, the secret is there's no way it's supposed to be. Like, aside mm-hmm. from, like, don't be a murderer and don't molest children and don't, like, rape anybody. But aside from that, like, be whoever you're going to be. You know what I mean? Like, if you if you met me or you met some boy or a, a guy or whatever and you were attracted to both of us or either one of us or blah, blah, like, then just feel whatever you're feeling and, like, go for whatever you're, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you, if yeah, you, you know oh, yeah, mean? totally. I mean, like, last last night, I was, like, I was making out this guy. He's, like, it was really nice, like, kissing him and everything. He's, like, kind of a cool dude. And, um, you know, it was, like, fun kissing and everything. Like, we'd made out once before. But, like, you know, like, 
I feel like a lot of guys are, like, more aggressive or something. So it's, like, you know, like, I have a problem with that. Like, sometimes, like, sometimes it's not a good feeling. I don't know. Uh, There's always just, like, the, like, top and, you know, top and bottom. Always that kind of thing. Are you a top or a bottom, or are you like versatile? Well, it's it just depends, you know. Like it's hard to explain. It it's not really like something. I'd say I'm a bottom, like at the end of the day. But like I don't like to get fucked by men. Well, do you, and do you ever have sex with girls? Yeah, yeah. Like I like to have sex with girls. Um, but, you know, like, you just sometimes, like, I don't know, like, I go soft whenever girls are on top, like, like, all the time, like, no matter how attracted I am to them, and it's just weird to me, because it's, like, I, like, I figure, like, oh, I should just start dating men, because, you know, like, like, sometimes men are, like, fun to be around, um, but like I like I can't like fuck men or like get fucked by men like I don't like that you know. Well, I have a question. What do you do for a job? Like, what do you do? You have a job? Yeah, I used to have a job at like um. Or I no, I don't have a job. I mean, I mean, just living is kind of a job. So. That's, well, how um, do you make how do you make money and where are your parents? What. I don't, like, I don't make money or any, I don't make money anymore. Well, how do you pay rent or would your parents give you money or where are your parents? Sometimes they'll give me money. It really depends, you know, like, like I'm drinking again. So like my mom will give me money, but like if I'm sober, like she doesn't give me any money or, um, it, Wait like, a minute, your mom. Confusing. Wait a minute, your mom will give you money if you are drinking, but she won't give you money if you're sober. Yeah, yeah. Like if I'm getting high, or like if I'm getting, like, it's. I mean, it's not that clear cut. I mean, she'll help me out one way or the other, but like, like if I'm drinking, she'll like give me money. It's not like oh, I'll help you through it, or. Um, I don't know. I like my mom a lot. Like she has a lot of problems. It's, she's she's a beautiful woman, and I think she's like very very intelligent. But, like this weird thing. Like if I start drinking, like she, yeah, she'll like help me out more. Um, and you're 26 years old, and you're in Austin. Right. Uh, yeah, Taylor. So, I live in Taylor, Texas. Okay, but so like, why well, don't understand why? What? So what drugs do you do? Do and and why are you drinking alone right now? What what I happened just, that you're all bummed? Well, I was just I had to drink to calm down because otherwise it'd be really hard to talk to you, you know. So I don't know. And I think we're like almost at it. I don't know how much time there is on the show, but 
Like, oh. No, I'm. Not, don't try to go. I'm not letting you go. I just have more questions. So wait, what? What? What drugs do you do? Only like prescription drugs. Cause you can get cocaine like for like not very much money here. Like it's, but it's still way too expensive. Like I can't really afford it. All of this. Really, like, really, honestly, I don't really take that many drugs anymore. But I had like a a problem, uh, or like habit, you know. Um, like, like sometimes now I'll smoke weed. It's really nice, actually. Like just smoking weed. But, um, yeah, oh. pretty anti-drug. Well, so. Why don't you have your job anymore? What happened? Did you get fired? Or where like where were you no, working? I was working at this like it was a gas station. So it was like a gasoline salesman. And um there mm-hmm. wasn't like a convenience store. I just worked with um a lot of uh people and um yeah, it was pretty fun. We got to drive like Bentleys and like Rolls Royces. I drove a Maserati. That was pretty cool. <laughs> well, I, here's my question, Brad. I've, I've, okay. Well, so what do you when you called in tonight? What did you really want to talk about? Like, what did you want to ask? I don't know. I mean, I guess it was just thinking about like like hangouts, like obsessions. Self-obsession. I mean, like it, it, it was weird because once I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought I had to hit the number one, like to get on the phone with you. I thought I was just listening on the phone. Um, but I don't know. Like I'm, yeah. I mean, I guess I was gonna talk about like making out with this guy and then this girl. Like there's, there's just so many people. Like it's like hard to know what to talk about, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's this one there's this one girl I've known for like 10 years but we never like like she, you actually like you, at least your voice, like I don't know you or anything but you kind of like remind me of her in some ways like, like mannerisms and speech and stuff and um, she just like she was this really cool girl. She was, like, always kind of there for me, um, like, in difficult times. And, um, like, I didn't really talk to her in a long time. Like, I mean, I talked to her today for the first time in a while. The last few times I talked to her, I was, like, extremely drunk. And um, I don't know. Like, I kind of want to date her, but, like, I don't know if she's interested. Like, we... We went through a long period of not really talking to each other. Um, so, so, I mean, I was that's not the reason I called, but, like, you know, that, that's been on my mind lately. You know? Well, I have, here's my question with you, because I don't, I'm, I just want to listen to you and, like, talk to you and hear what you're going to say and all this stuff, but, like, this has nothing to do with anything, but, like, what do you want for your life? Like, what do you... Do you want to live where you're living forever? Do you want, like, what kind of job do you want to have? Like, if, what do you want for yourself? I just want to know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'd like to have a job that was, like, 
that like paid well enough, like you you can support a family, like whether or not like you know I like whether or not I had a family, like I thought that would be a cool option. And then A what? Uh, a family? Yeah, yeah. Like you know. Like, like, just in case you meet someone who wants to, you know, like, I mean, that's cool. Like, um, and then if you don't have a family, you, you can, like, get your own place and, you know, that'd be cool, too. Well, who are you living with right now? You you have roommates. Who are these people? I live with four other people. They're all in bands. And they're nice guys, for sure. I'm not really into the music that much, but, you know. Like they're doing their own thing. It's cool. So, um, I mean, like, do you play, do you play music at all? Uh, yeah, or like once, I, once I tried, or I wrote, like sometimes I like once I recorded these songs, like they put them on SoundCloud, but it was all kind of like as if fuck you, like, this one girl, like it was totally spiteful and like not a good thing, you know, I mean, it was, I don't think anyone liked it, you know? Um, this is interesting, you remind me of my ex-boyfriend, <laughs> talking to you reminds me of my ex-boyfriend, um, okay, will you... Yeah, you dated the drummer from Jet or something? From what? Yeah, yeah, you, you like, dated a drummer or something? Yes, I've all, I only have ever dated drummers, my last boyfriend was a drummer, and then my other serious boyfriend beforehand was a drummer, I only date drummers. They seem to only Drum- be drummers. Yeah, drummers are cool, I think. Are you a drummer? No. no oh, hell no. No, I drummers, that's like a different different thing. Okay. Here's my question. Will you email me your SoundCloud link so I can hear your music just because? Oh, yeah. I took down all the music, but, I mean, I can send you a link. Yeah. Okay, well, email me a link to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, and it's all on my website, which is imboycrazy.com. But just remember, boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. And, okay. okay. And what? And so, God, your parents give you money if you're getting fucked up, and they won't if you're not. And where's your dad? And were you molested, or did anybody hit you? Yeah, all the time. I usually flinch when girls, like, walk by me, like, in a certain way, you know. I mean, you flinch because they're you might they might hit you. Yeah, yeah. Like like my sister used to walk by me. I would like be on like AOL or something. Like jump, you know. Like it. I don't know. It like she never really beat me up bad or anything. But I don't know. Like girls are like I don't know. Oh. <laughs> uh. Were you ever, my, did everybody ever molest you? Huh? Did you ever yeah, get, like, but I mean, I, I feel like everyone's kind of been molested. Like, I feel like every day, like, we get molested in one way or another, like. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, did your parents do anything to you? N- no. Like, my mom or dad, no. I mean, no, not really. They're no. good they're good people. Who did something to you? Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, like a lot of people, like it just depends, you know. Like, 
I don't feel like any. Try not to think about that kind of thing too much. You know. I mean, have you ever been molested or? I I haven't. I've never been molested. I've never. You know. I don't know why my parents. What was wrong with me? Was they didn't want to do anything, but they didn't. I don't know. No, I was never molested, but I was like sexual, very young, and I don't know. You know, I like fooled around with kids, and I was like in preschool, and I think it's because like I don't know. I was mm-hmm. always like little. I don't know. I think there's little kids experiment with each other, and I don't know what this other girl was dealing with at home, but maybe she learned about sex. God knows how, but no. But I was never mm-hmm. like molested. But I was, I'm just trying to like ask you stuff because I don't know you're talking to you and you're you you're drinking by yourself and you take prescription drugs and you're talking about coke and but like and the way the way well, you're speaking you know, to me and I I just think do so, I mean it's not that dramatic you know like I I get drunk alone a lot but it's not like that big of a deal I mean but it is it's kind of a little bit of a big deal actually it's not it's not totally normal I think you think it is normal it's not it's like worrisome like, if I were your well, girlfriend well, or your sister, well, I'd be worried. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, like I'm pro, I'm pro, like, living, you know? Like, I think life is, like, it can be fun, you know? Like, some, like, it, living can be good, you know? No, I know like, that. I know, I totally get that. I totally get that, but I'm saying, like, but why? Why would you get drunk by, your, by yourself instead of, like, socially or something? Or, like, or why? Why do you want I, to? Like, what makes because you needed to calm down and, like, you and you know what I mean? Like, I'm just wondering, like, always ask yourself, like, why, but why am I doing this thing? Because it, it doesn't well, sound like it, it's, like, for fun. Yeah, the, no, no, it, it wasn't that. It was just, like, like I don't know. There was that whole thing, like, we were talking on the phone earlier, but, like, I was, like, I just drank a cup of coffee really quickly and, like, I was totally, like, jumpy, like, weird. It was, it was kind of humiliating. Yeah. So it's not to say this is any better, but like, or like, it is better, but of course, but it's like, like I just had to calm down, like for for a minute, you know. Yeah. Oh no, I'm just caring. I don't know. I I don't. I don't want. I don't know. I sometimes I just think it's like nice not to do anything for a second, just you can like sit in your thoughts and your weirdness, like totally sober, and just see what the fuck's going on, and be like, huh, why why do I feel like this, or why do I need to? I don't know. I'm not saying you're drinking tonight is like. This, you know, a sign that you're fucked up or whatever. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Look, at, look at it. just makes me go. If I were your sister or something, or if I was like your girlfriend or whatever, I'd be concerned. I'd be like, what's that all about? Like, what are you trying to stifle, or what do you not want to deal with, or why do you feel uncomfortable, and why do you need anything? You know what I mean? Like, and then, you know, it seems like you yeah. just told me you have. It seems like you just said you have like there's this thing happening in your life where it's like you actually have gotten fucked up enough to the point where they're like rules with your mom and your dad or whatever where they say like okay if you're getting fucked up we'll help because you often get fucked up you know what I mean like it's not just tonight it's like something that's going on with you and the way your your voice sounds a bit like I don't know like you know like if your boyfriend like like let's say you're dating a guy like your next boyfriend like you have like has a problem or something like like you like there's only you can only like help another person so much, so it's like you you just like help people the best you can, like the people you love. I mean, it it wasn't meant to be like the like the mom and dad thing. Like that's always kind of like like there, you know. Like if you don't know your dad, then like you just get other dads, like their mom, vice versa, you know. Yeah. 
but like I think it's just like love. It's like just difficult sometimes. I understand that. Um, I'll, I'll send you that link to like yeah sure. Send me that link because I want to hear your music stuff and also um yeah I don't know now I'm just a bit concerned. But wait, what else did I want to ask you? Oh yeah, have you ever been to a therapist? Oh, yeah, like, for a long time. I spent a lot of time in therapy. You have? Did it ever help or no? You've been like them or what happened? There is this, my first therapist was this this girl. She was, like, so beautiful. I, like, I, like, I really liked her a lot. Like, and she was, she was, like, one of the most beautiful women I've ever met in my life. And, um, are, you talking, are you talking about me? What? Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so she was a beautiful therapist, not me. And what happened with her? Well, I mean, it was it was really terrible because I was like, I think the main reason I I started going was because of this girl. She's like this art art person, you know, and I was totally in love with her. I like I could never really like make anything happen. I think she wanted to have sex with me, but like I was like sixteen or fifteen or something and she was older than me, like and like I I've always had really cold hands. So I was like afraid to hold her hand or like kiss her or anything anything like that. Um and when it, you know when it didn't work out, I started you know getting high and drinking and all of this shit. Got really depressed, like meds and all of these things. And so I started meeting with this therapist, and it was like this other like really beautiful, cool girl. And um, you know she was married, and like she got pregnant, and like I was meeting with her all the time. And she had like, like a baby, and like, in her, you know, on the way. <clears throat> Wait, and, not your baby though, right? You didn't have sex with her. No, 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 I didn't. No, of course not. That'd be unethical. That happens all the time, though. It seems like. But, um. Well, I don't know where we're gonna go from here, but I think I'm gonna. I am good. I want you to send me that link of your music. And then, will you call me next week just to tell me what's going on with you anyways? Because for some reason, I just feel like I, I want to know what's going on with you from the rest of my life. <laughs> Is that okay? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Well, okay. Try not, try not to do too many drugs and get another job and figure out what you want in your life and make a list of, like, goals. I don't know. I feel like I, I want you to be doing stuff and figure out what, what you want oh. for yourself in a, in a major way and not cloud your brain all the time with, with whatever, pot or pills or blah, 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 or alcohol. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. I'll do all of those things. Okay, call me next week, send me the email, or uh, I'll be really upset. And I can't be upset right now because I just got on my own relationship, and if you hurt my feelings, I swear to fucking God. Anyway, all right. Um, I don't know if that helps that guy at all, but it was just nice to listen to him, and I hope to hear his music. And, uh, yeah, clearly I don't have all the answers because uh, he wasn't really asking, and I don't. But I wanted to know about that person. Um Mary, you eight zero five. Hi. God, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? 
Mira, nineteen. Oh, sorry, Mira. Mira. How do you spell that? How do you spell that? M I R A. Oh, that's exactly. I called you. I think some (laughs) people rarely get that right. It's kind of (laughs) weird. But, uh, yeah, I called, I think it was last week that I called, but it was, like, you probably remember because it was, like, a really bad phone call. Like, the reception was horrible, and I kept talking over you, and it was it Oh, was yeah, I do. I, I do. I had technical difficulty last week, and then thank God you told me it sounded shitty. But now we're back this week, so what's happening? So I took your advice, kind of. Um, you told me to ask him to hang out, and I kind of did. It wasn't exactly to coffee. It was more like there was a workshop, like a drawing workshop, and um, I mentioned to him that I was going, and I told him that he should go with me, and he said that he would, you know, roll by, and I saved him a spot, and he never came. And, like, today he brought it up, like, oh, did you go? And I was like, yeah. And But I didn't say it like I was butthurt, you know what I mean? And he was oh, like, man. how was it? And I was like, yeah, it was cool. It was fun. And um, he was like, oh, damn, I should have gone. I'm like, no explanation and nothing. So I kind of was like, you know, I was trying before to kind of start opening up and be a little more bubbly, but I completely like, you know, I was obviously courteous and nice. Like I said, hi, but I didn't try to conversate. And when he tried to, I kind of just like shook it off and talked to someone else because I kind of felt like he blew me off and it, you know, that's never a good feeling. Well, now I understand more. Okay, just to refresh everybody's memory or first-time listeners or blah, blah, blah. Last week, Mira called talking about how she liked her teacher's assistant and how they were kind of flirty. And tell me if I'm wrong. That's right. Teacher's assistant, right? Uh, Not exactly, but, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Oh, oh, okay. So, yeah. okay, so she called me last week saying her, like, another teacher assistant who's friends with your teacher's assistant, right? It's like a teacher's assistant somehow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he would come to the class, and they would, ch- and and she would chat with him, and he would talk to her, and she thought it was flirty, and you know, and then she didn't know how to handle the situation and all this stuff. So now, you know, flash to uh, this week, a, a week later. Yeah, you put yourself out there, and he didn't show up for whatever reason. He was flaky or blew you off or however you want to see it. And like, yeah, now just like let it go. I mean, maybe he'll. And it's a weird situation, though. He could have. It's this is a tough one because if yeah, because really, you know it's like one if, of those. Sorry, if you really what was that? if you really if you really wanted to have been there and if you really wanted to, he he let's say you know in a perfect world if you wanted to be there he would have fucking made made he would exactly. have been there. But mm-hmm. it also sounds like it was it sounds like it was kind of casual like oh, he did say I'll, I'll roll by or whatever. But you know what? What kind of guy do you want? If you want you want it seems like. You're a communicative girl, or you know you know what you want. You want somebody that you are, who you're sure likes you, and like it doesn't seem like you're having that kind of exchange in the situation because he's too casual and he's not really trying to make it happen. I don't know what this guy's all about or what he's into or if he does like you or whatever. But now just like let it go and do your own thing. And then if he like comes back to you and he and he tries to make a plan, that's cool. But like. Don't you try to do anything anymore? You know what I mean. And don't be yeah. that either. Be cool. Just be like, do your stuff, and don't even be neutral with him. It's yeah, no big exactly. deal. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's no big deal. Like, I mean, I kind of just let it roll off. I didn't really let it bug me too much, but it was kind of annoying because I rarely put myself out there. You know what I mean? Because I'm not that kind of person. I'm very kind of like, I'm more introverted, I guess. 
But you know what? To a degree. I'm actually proud of you because the way you said you, you handled it doesn't sound like some kind of crazy, like, you know, outcry of, of like, I love you. It sounds like you're like, I'm going to go to this thing. I'm going to go to this thing. You should go with me. That sounds, that sounds, that sounds cool. Like, that sounds like a person I want to know. Like, you're doing stuff. You're putting yourself out there. You're just like, you know, it's nothing wild. It just sounds like a normal human being, like, having a life and, like, sharing that with other people. And, like, you yeah, totally did. Yeah, you know, you did not I'm glad I went regardless, you know, because, like, there were other people that I connected with. And I had a good time, you know. I learned some cool stuff. Um, so it was a good time anyway. Like, it, it, I wasn't, like, completely bummed out, you know. I'm, I'm glad that I went. Um, yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, it was just a little kind of let down because I held the spot and like people around me were aware of like, oh, she's waiting for someone and that someone oh, never showed up. So whatever, so but whatever, you know, business. it's one of yeah. those things. That's, that's none of their business. That's none of their business. Life happens. So that, 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 the only reason that could affect you is if you let it mean something. If to I you. let like, it, yeah. Yeah, you thought maybe your friend was going to show up because he said maybe he rolled by. He didn't roll by, and he never really committed. He kind of said maybe he was, so he's not really in trouble. Like, he's just, it was very casual and, and whatever. And you're going to be totally fine. Keep doing stuff like you did, like, and, and not letting it take, don't not take, and don't take it too personally if, if it doesn't go your way because that's, I'm, I really respect you for doing that. Like, I can't tell you enough. Like, I'd rather know the girl who goes, who makes a bunch of plans and goes, I'm going to go to this art thing. You should go with me. And then doesn't get mad at the guy for not showing up. Like, that's cool of you. Like you're just living your life and you should do, you should do more of that. Cause that's like badass. And that makes you look cool as opposed to like, Oh, I'm not going to ask him. I don't know. Oh my God. It's too scary. It's like, fuck that girl. Be this new girl. This sounds cool. And then, and yeah, then new be, girl. <laughs> yeah. Be, be this new version of yourself. This is very cool. And like, on a side note, like, I'm, I don't mean to keep bringing it back to myself, but just little things I notice when other people call in and I, that I can relate to. Um, like, yeah. like, my way of getting over my breakup recently has been, like, just, like, keep moving forward, keep having plans, hang out with your girlfriends, make plans, go to classes, invite people to stuff. You know, I go to meetings and auditions and write and blah, 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 and, like, meet people for coffee and dinner and dancing, all just tons of stuff with my girlfriends and whatever. And, like, it's just exciting because I've noticed, like, I went on something the other day and I, like, saw somebody and my heart started beating a little bit faster. And I couldn't believe, like, oh, my God, I haven't had this feeling for a while that, like, my heart could get all fluttery because I think somebody's cute. I mean, nothing happened with the person. Like, I, I didn't ask for their number or talk to them really at all. But I was like, oh, wow, you don't, there's so many people. My point is there are so many people in the world and, like, you could be bummed out about this non-exchange with this dude that kind of you feel blew you off for a second but don't be because tomorrow like in the next day and the next day and the next day you're going to be blown away by all the new people you meet that you didn't even know existed and that's exciting because you never know what's around the corner and like somebody else will make your heart beat really fast and excite you and, and like just know and it's like know that that will happen but you don't know when yeah you'll be surprised. yeah you're no? so right you know the funny thing is though is that like in this in this class that I'm in, I feel like I'm being like pulled like like I'm like in like the middle of a weird tug of war between like two guys like one of which I'm like not interested in at all. He's like really gross and seedy and creepy and like he always tries talking to me and like he's like like I looked him up on Facebook with my best friend and and he had all these pictures with these weird like wannabe reality TV show stars at clubs 
like he's like some weird fanboy. I don't even know how to explain it, but like, yeah, I just I listen, and he's always like trying to talk to me, and like he's always trying to be I don't know chivalrous or is that a word? Yeah, chivalrous. No, no, no. Chivalrous. Yeah, chivalrous. 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 Very, like his, his, yeah. Yeah. So he's always trying. That's nice. So, so what about what's no, your no, point no, no, about no, but it's weird because he, he like, he'll like, um, like the second I walk into the room, like I'll feel his eyes on me and like he'll try to like hover all day, but it's not cute. It's like really weird. Like, it's like, leave me alone. I don't know you and I don't want to know you because you're weird. Like, at the end of every class, we're supposed to put our, like, chairs away, and, like, we bring our big drawing boards with us. And, like, a, like last week, he, like, tried to pick up my drawing board and hand it to me for some reason, but it's, like, that's mine. Like, I'm taking it home. What are you doing? Like, why are you in my bubble? <laughs> Mira. Really awkward. <laughs> and, like, yeah. at the same time, hold on one second. At the same time, that guy that I told you about keeps trying to talk to me, too. So I feel like it's just, I don't know. <laughs> It's a mess. Okay. Well, he, it's not a mess. Here's the thing, though. Like, if the other dude that, that you think blew you off is still trying to talk to you, awesome. You have a crush on him. Just be cool. Don't even put any more energy into it. Let him come to you. Now, the other <laughs> dude that you think, now the other dude that you feel like you're in a tug of war between that you don't like very much. Well, first of all, it's not really a tug of war because you're not moving towards him in any way. So you're not really being tugged towards him. But here's the thing: have a little bit of compassion. For this guy, because all he's guilty of is liking you, which is a very flattering I so thing. I do have so much compassion. I'm telling you, though, like, he, he's, like, extra. You know what I mean? It's like some people just, they, I don't know, <laughs> like, it's like I, I make it obvious that it's like I, I'm willing to be friendly, but, like, stop. Like, you're taking it, like, too far. <laughs> like, I'll, like, put myself in the corner of the room, and he'll follow me there, and he'll just stand behind me. Or, like, the second I get up and walk somewhere, like, I will just feel, he'll, like, turn his head a million times to look at me. And it's really uncomfortable. Okay, okay. Well, don't I mean, worry about, don't I'm sure you know him. what that's like. I do know what that's like, and that happens. And just, like, you know, ignore him and just be nice and nod and don't talk shit. And don't, don't, put, don't put energy into stalking him on Facebook, though, because that's always the time. <laughs> anyway, but I'm excited. I'm excited about your future, and who knows what's around the corner, and now... Now you're just going to let that other thing go with the guy and then, you know, and just be nice to your other weird stalker. But thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Um, God, do I have another phone call to take? Do I? Do I? Um, I don't think I do. I think I'm going to wrap up the show. If you guys will actually, you know what? I'm going to read some emails because it's only 1030 and we've got 30 minutes left of the show. And if you guys want to call in, please feel free to call in. Uh, the telephone number is 646-378-0649. But uh, I'm going to read some emails that I got. Wait a minute. Where the hell are these emails? God damn it. I can't believe this. This is insane. Insta- I had them all lined up. And now I don't know what's going on. All right. I'm going to read this one from Laura. Laura says, hey, Lexi, I'm 20 years old and in college, and I am a virgin. I have thought about having sex with this one guy I'm very close and comfortable with. And every time we stay at each other's house, I tell myself, I am ready to have sex tonight. But I end up not doing it because I am just scared and uneasy of how I will feel about myself afterwards. He is very respectful and never pushed the idea and just says it's my decision of when I am ready. What do you think I should do? I'm lost and confused and need some advice. Thank you so much. Well, Laura, well, I lost my virginity at 15 years old, but it's not a competition, but clearly I win. Anyway, or maybe I lose. Just kidding. Okay, so here's the thing. Um you've thought about having sex with this one guy that you're very close and comfortable with. Hmm. Interesting. But you're telling me that, 
so you don't end up doing it because you get scared and uneasy at how you'll feel afterwards. Well, I mean, I'm not you. You have to follow your gut. Uh, ideally, and I'm not hearing that from you, you would be in love and have a boyfriend and want to give your vagina, hymen, whatever. You'd want to smash that hymen with, you know, the finger or the penis or the whatever, or the private. Ah, I hate all these words. I like private. With like the private of the dude that you're in love with. Um, only you know what you want to do. Only you know what you can do. Um, it is a scary thing. Please use a condom. Try not to get HPV or chlamydia or herpes or AIDS or, um, you know, whatever, a million other things, or pregnant, Jesus. I would say always have condoms on you. Don't don't expect the dude to have a condom with him because they just you, you, you expect things and then you just get let down because expectations are something that, you'll always be let down by. Anyway, I mean, if you want to rip it off like a Band-Aid, you're lucky that you do have a guy that you feel comfortable and cozy with who's being respectful of you, but there's also potential that maybe this dude is gay and that's why he's being so uh, respectful. But I don't know. If you're attracted to this guy and he seems very kind and you have a crush on him and you fucking want to do this, have a drink or don't. Um... Make sure he goes to ask him to go down and you take a shower, take it, take an Epsom salt bubble bath, but don't get an infection from the bubble bath. Uh, uh, wash all your private parts. Um, let him go down on you. Have fun with this. This could be great. Like, ask him to teach you how to give a blowjob. I don't know from your email if you've ever done, given a blowjob, but, like, don't be all uptight and be like, I should just know. And if a guy tries to tell me what he wants, that's rude because that's lame. This should be like a fun thing, and you can just be honest. He already knows you're a virgin. Just go, you know, I want to learn everything, and I want to have fun. And, like, yeah, maybe just have a drink. Go to go to on a date or go have a cocktail or something or bring over a bottle of champagne and, like, and bring over a movie under the premise or the guys that you think that you guys were going to watch a movie. And then start making out and then take your top off and let him lick your boobies or you're your, your sucking your boobs and then – you know, take a shower together if you want and then have him go down on you and then you go down on him and then you can go, teach me how to get the most perfect blowjob in the world. And he'll be like, okay, that sounds great. And then you'll learn how to give him a blowjob and then when you're bored of that, um, then have him go down on you again and then uh, and then put a condom on his private and pop your cherry. I don't know. Like, this could be a great night. Sounds like a fun night. I'm, I just came. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> if I did, you would have known. You totally would have known. How dare you? That's rude. Anyway, you guys, come on. Oh, my God. My mom's listening. Okay. Um, I didn't. I didn't have an orgasm anyway. I didn't. Okay. Um, yeah, it could be a really fun adventure. What else can I tell you to do? Well, ideally, because for many years after I, when I started having sex, I wouldn't, and guys are probably totally bummed out by this, even the ones listening now, but I wouldn't let a dude come in the condom when he was inside of me. I would make him wear a condom, and then when he's going to orgasm, I made him pull out, even though he was wearing a condom, because I didn't want to take the chance of him um, breaking the condom and coming inside of me. And yeah, I didn't do that for, oh my God, probably 10 years. Like for a long, long time, yeah. And then the first time I ever decided to let a guy 
come in the condom, but the first time I was ever like, okay, that's what condoms are for. This is okay. I'll let you do it. The condom broke. It was so lame. And I, like, panicked. I called my mom while he was, like, while the dude was, like, cowering in my bedroom. I was like, ugh. Thanks a lot. I'm ruining my life. Oh, I'm calling my mom. I like called my mom while he was in my bed and and uh, freaked out and complained. And we went and bought the morning after pill. And I took the morning after pill. Um, and don't pop the morning after pill like candy. It's a fucking serious thing. It's a, it's it's poison that is like only cause is to like kill a baby inside of you. You know what I mean? It's it's designed to like kill the potential of a life forming in your in your privates and your tum-tum or whatever so like I have girlfriends I mean I know some girls are not really my friends but they like they just pop this shit like candy they will have unprotected sex and let a dude come in them and then, we'll ha- then they'll pop the morning after pill and I don't even I don't think they can have kids now it's like insane so like be precious with your body so anyway I walked you through my thoughts Laura if you decide to have sex with this bonehead lucky him It'll be great. It could be a fun adventure, and you could just walk through it. And if you just know in your bones you don't want to, and it feels wrong, then don't do it. And and you just have to listen to your instincts and your intuition, and and that let that guide you. But I'm giving you some options. Could be could be a fun adventure, Rob. Oh man, you guys! All right, phone lines are open. Six four six three seven eight zero six four nine is the number. But I think when I hit an hour and a half. I think we nailed it. I don't know what more there is to say. So I think I'm going to wrap up the show. Uh, did I even get to tell you what I, what I got into this week? Maybe I'll tell you next week. Well, here's what happened. I'm not dating yet, but I feel like my friends are trying to set me up on dates. And uh, I, you know, I'm not really, I don't have a crush on anybody. I'm not trying to date anybody. But my super flamboyantly gay friend was like, we're having dinner. Come to dinner tonight. It'll be really fun. And he like, he invited another single heterosexual girl that he's friends with, and then he invited two or three, whatever. Yeah, two two straight dudes that are single. Um, and we went out to dinner, and then at dinner, like, I just wanted spaghetti. Okay, I just wanted simple stuff. I don't gain weight from spaghetti. I don't know what it's about. I've been afraid, I've been terrified of carbs forever, but now I'm not afraid, and I've, like, lost weight. I'm like 5'11". I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I used to, I'm like 5'11 and a half or something or 60 tall and I used to weigh like 150, but I still didn't look fat. I was just like thicker and now I'm like 132 pounds and I'm eating bread and carbs and like, you know, I think maybe I'm just like older and I don't, it's not my baby fat fell off or I'm not worrying about weight anymore and so I'm losing weight or maybe I'm stressed. I don't know what it is, but whatever. So, Spaghetti, I eat tons of it all the time lately, all the time for the past year and a half, and I don't gain weight. So all I wanted at this Italian restaurant was spaghetti. And then all of a sudden, this food starts coming to the table, and I'm like, I didn't order, I did not order this. And uh, somebody was ordering for us at the table, and they're like, we're gonna do it family style. Should we, let's just order family style. And I was like, first off, family style is like some kind of like prison terminology for some kind of deviant sexual, exciting, weird sexual, dirty thing. So I was like laughing about that, but they kept saying family style. Look it up on Urban Dictionary. I don't even really know what it means, but I know it made me laugh. So I'm like laughing at the term family style. And then, and then like, and I was like, okay, but 
I don't want to order food family style because I'm an only child and I'm a monster and I don't want to fucking share all of your bullshit because I don't want to share because I don't want the food you're ordering. I just want my spaghetti. So all this fucking food comes to the table and uh, turns out some dude's rigatoni was way better than my bullshit spaghetti. I should have ordered family style. But then I realized I was on a weird family style date because essentially what I didn't realize until like, you know, midway through the experience was, oh my God, my gay friend has basically invited two of his single girlfriends and two of his single guy friends that are heterosexual to like vie for one another's affections or something. And I was like, oh my God, I'm on a family style blind date, like, like some kind of weird big brother competition. Like what the, well, my God, I'm not ready. I can't be doing this. That was like a weird realization. Then I'm like, Am I being rejected? Am I being not chosen? Even though I'm in a situation I, I didn't choose to be in? Anyway, and then whatever. So that was fine. I, I, I made new friends. I made some new friends. Had some fun banter and conversations. Met some new people. Very cool. All, it was all, you know, whatever. That was overall great. But the bill comes. And here's another reason. This, this uh, family style, the non-sexual terminal term family style is bullshit. Because the bill comes, and my bill is like $80, and I'm not saying I'm broke, and I'm not saying I'm poor. I am a white, middle-class girl with bangs who lives in Los Angeles. Everything's pretty much fine in my life. Uh, Do I want to be spending $80 on the spaghetti I ordered? No. Uh, And then I realized, yeah, so basically, yeah, it was just a nightmare. Anyway, weird, weird non blind, whatever, date thing, and then all of a sudden, $80 spaghetti. Because all these people ordered all this shit, and then we just split it. So I don't know what the fuck my point is right here. But um, but that's just something that I noticed this week, that uh, unbeknownst to me, is that the word? I'll look it up after the show. Um, I'm being set up on dates that I didn't know I was going. (laughs) I didn't know I was going on, but that's fine. Um, And there you have it but I've yet to make out and I've yet to have my boobies suckled on. So I hope this girl loses her virginity and gets to tell me about how it goes down. Because that sounds like a blast. I just wrote my own porn for myself to think about later. You losing your virginity after taking a shower and having some cocktails. Except I wouldn't drink champagne because it gives me a headache. I would drink um, a vodka soda with a splash of grapefruit. Or to be less of a diva bitch and a little bit more lowbrow, I would just get a vodka grapefruit. What is that, a greyhound? I believe it's a greyhound. Anyway, you guys, I I fucking babbled enough. I, I had more letters to read. I have more things I've noticed this week that I wanted to share with you. But you know what? Let's face it. 10.43 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on uh, on uh, November 19th, 2014. I've got to wrap this shit up. I will say, I don't know how we got here. I don't know how. Halloween came and went so fast. I don't know how it's possible that this tree is up at the grove. The Christmas tree has been lit at the grove. I've not even seen it. I can't believe that, that Thanksgiving is right around the corner. How do we get here, you guys? How do we get here? I don't know. It's scary. See, boyhood. That kid's life flashes before you in three hours. It's insane. Anyway. That's neither here nor there. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. You can tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
go to boycrazyradio.com to listen to the live show. You can also download the show, previous episodes, on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. You can always follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. I look forward to getting some direct messages from you, some notes, some comments, some just new friendships. This is going to be great. You guys, incredible. Um, and there you have it. I'm going to play this out with a song. Before I do play this out with a song, which is called A New Life by Jim James. One of my, well, I'm not going to say my favorite song, but it's a very, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a touching song. And I believe it's good for anybody getting through a breakup and moving forward in life, dipping their toe into the stream of life, just trying to get to the other side. It's a good song. Um, but before I play this out with that, I'm going to say, I don't care what everyone else says about you, all right? I love you. Hey, open the door. I want a new life. Hey, and here's what's more. I want a new life, a new life, babe, let's get one thing clear, there's much more stardust when you're near, I think I'm really being sincere. I want a new life, mm, a new life with you.
The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee, credit valid port in. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer land 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.